This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. So you'd often see people dancing and that there are dance competitions that take place and you wonder is dance even a sport? Is it really something that you can thoroughly enjoy. And joining us on the line is Nadia Virasami, the CEO and Director of Education at Moving Into Dance, and Lesejo Dihemo, a dancer at Moving Into Dance. And we'll get more information about what Moving Into Dance to Dance is about from the ladies. Good morning to you both, and thank you so much for your time. Good morning. Good morning, <laughs> morning Nadia. Let's start with you. Um, what is Moving Into Dance? And also answer that question with whether dance is a form of a sport. Um, Good morning. Thank you so much for having us. Um, So Moving Into Dance is among the oldest dance companies in the country. Mm -hmm. It was founded as a struggle organization and um, one of the first few mixed-race dance companies in 1978. Um, So essentially... Um, the founder of Moving Into Dance, Sylvia Glasser, was very passionate about education and teaching education using movement and rhythm. And, and, and um, she taught um, at FUBA in Soweto, and she was very moved, um, you know, by the fact that the kids she taught had such incredible rhythm and such incredible passion, but also they had such poor education, you know, from the apartheid system. And she thought, you know, it'll be such a great idea to use education and movement to reinforce concepts, to try and add to the education that they were receiving and try and improve it. And so she formulated something called EduDance. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much where Moving Into Dance started. And from there, she would sneak youth in into her home in a white suburb where she converted her garage into... Uh, a dance studio, and she trained them in dance so that they could go back to the township, have a form of recreation for their community, but also generate some income for themselves. So that's that's how we were founded, and that's where we started. And 45 years later, we essentially um, train youth from under-resourced backgrounds, youth that have you know talent and that love dance and want to dance and want to make a career of it and we take them into a three-year training program and we also you know the job creation wing at the end of that three-year training program is a professional dance company of which Liseco is a part of that is internationally acclaimed and then one of the projects that's closest to our hearts that we run is something called Enable Through Dance where we work with special needs youth um, and we used to work in special needs schools pre-COVID and train them in dance and give them some dance classes and engage with them in movement. And then we, you know, usually have a massive production for them at the end of the year where they get all the frills and the fancy, the stage, the lighting, the costumes, and we have three shows and their friends and family come to see it. Mm. So that's moving into dance in a very big nutshell. Thank you. I mean, it, it really does sound like there's a lot more that you do than just dancing, Lesejo. Yes, <laughs> when you're part of moving into dance. Why did you get in touch, or why did you become part of moving into dance, and why is dance such a special art form? 
Oh, I don't know. I, I, I became part of dance. Because <laughs> uh, all of this for me started at school, basically. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then from there, because of my parents couldn't uh, take me further to a varsity, so I had to, like, uh, juggle and hustle. And um, I went through um uh, my Buya Dance Academy, from there moving to dance as they always host auditions for students. And then that's where it, uh, everything started in 2015. So now I'm still here. <laughs> I mean, that's quite a while. It's almost 10 years that you've been with moving into dance. But I mean, for you, what does dance do for you? And what does it mean when you're dancing? Uh, for me, dance, what dance does for me, does a lot. Um, at the moment, it helped me to, uh, especially financially, mm-hmm. um, to have uh, my basic needs every day, to also be able to travel because I love traveling. So it gave me that opportunity to travel around the world, um, helping my family um, also, um, it, it's deep. It goes way beyond deeper than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I dance, I forget everything. I, um, because when you're dancing, sometimes we come with different things. So it helps me with my, my mental, physical, and, uh, emotional side. So yeah, it heals me when I dance. Basically mm-hmm. it heals me when I dance. And what is the kind of dance genre that you do? Uh, we are an Afrofusion-based dance company. Um, so Afrofusion is um, is um, a mix of your dance uh, Western side of uh, like contemporary and your Western African music. We put that together. So we are an Afrofusion dance company, but also we have contemporary. We also have uh, Amapia. You know, we teach all that, especially if you come uh, on Saturdays because we have an... Um, uh, open class. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we teach everything, basically. I mean, it sounds like so much fun. Nadia, let me actually ask this to Lesejo first, and Nadia, you can add on. Some people go to dance classes, Lesejo, isn't it, to lose weight. Is it possible? Yeah, it is possible. So we have classes on, on Saturdays. So we have, like, adult classes. We have kids' classes. So everybody comes with... Um, they are goals. You get people that want to lose weight. You get those who just come there to feel free. You get those who are who say they come there because they're stressed about work and they're studying and all that. So it's just a, a space for them to feel free and to just lose whatever they're stressed about. So, yeah, we, we, we have open classes from 9 until uh, 11 o'clock. Amazing. And Nadia, um, you know, obviously dance is a form of a sport then. You know, if there are so many people also that are interested, but if there are also the benefits of you remaining fit, but also being able to lose the weight. You did mention the work that you do with the abled and disabled dancers as well. But just um, speak to us about the the reality of accessibility for disabled dancers in South Africa. Um, 
Yeah, so, uh, you know, the thing about dance being a sport is, is, is a very controversial issue <laughs> in the industry. Um, I think it would be less controversial if, you know, if the performing arts receive the kind of funding sport that then maybe we won't mm. fund so much. Mm. <laughs> um, but <clears throat> just in terms of, you know, the, the benefits of dance, um, I, I really should start saying this. You know, we started our Enable to Dance project in 2016. And we we started like I think we've always had this idea that you know we need to be more inclusive and more embracing of disability. Mm. But you know if you truly understand dance, dance has always been about perfect bodies and you know clean movements and you know just just beautiful you know just beautiful movements and. So it was quite an unlearning process for us, you know, where we had to rethink what dance is, what dance means to us, mm. you know, uh, what the outcome of dance is. And having a professional dance company is very difficult to do that because you've been so set in your ways, you know. Um, but, you know, eventually we just kind of took the plunge and, you know, we found someone that had facilitated inclusive dance classes and she came through and she trained us. And it just opened up this whole new perspective on what dance could be. And, you know, it was quite, it, for us, it was quite a, um, an emotional situation just, you know, when we began because we realized there's so much need out there. There's so many young people with, living with disabilities that don't have access to much recreation in this country. Mm. So, you know, the fact that we could give them just this little bit, whether it was three hours a day, uh, I mean, three hours a week, you know, it was, something that we could do um, and there was this one young man that, that came to us and eventually we took him into our first year training program to train for a full year and he has a, a form of dysmorphia and he's and you know he said to us that his dad lives a street away from where he does but mm. his father and he sees his father all the time but his father doesn't acknowledge him because of the way he looks sure. You know, and that had broken his spirit for years. And at the age of 27, I don't know whether he found us or we found him, but it just became this beautiful relationship. Mm. And he came through to us and, you know, he was dancing and he wrote me a letter at the end of the year and he said, but when I dance, I forget that I'm different and I forget what my dad thinks of me because when I dance, I feel like a real person. And mm. that really made me realize you know, as small as this program is, as little as we do, because we could do so much more if we had the funding as a not-for-profit, we realize that we are making an impact and every little bit counts. And, mm. you know, just inclusivity in, in every facet of South African society is something that we really need to consider. Mm. I mean, a very basic thing, and I think people don't realize how basic this is, that it's difficult for people, and especially physical disabilities, to use public transport. Because most mm. of the time when a taxi sees a crutch or a wheelchair, they ignore the person waiting for transport because it's too much of a hassle to wait that long for a person to get a wheelchair or to try to get their crutches into the combi. Sure. So, yeah. Share with us just briefly about the Body Moves International Dance Festival that's taking place later this month, Nadia. Yes, so um, we've had this incredible relationship with um, the Bequa Arts Centre, which was founded by Phyllis Klopp. 
And Phyllis herself is a struggle artist that dealt in drama and theater and has done so much for the industry. Phyllis has been an activist for years and an inspiration to all of us. Uh, but, um, you know, they've, they began this Body Moves Festival, which is a festival for um, disability and dance last year. And it's an international festival and they bring um, dance companies from, you know, different countries. I think they have dance country, uh, companies from the UK and Ireland, mm-hmm. um, you know, South African dance companies. They engage um, Flatfoot Dance Company from, um, from KZN unmute um, dance from uh, Cape Town. And it's just, you know, this beautiful celebration of inclusive dance where we Mm. see performances and we engage in workshops. And it really is the space where we all come together in this amazing awareness of how much we are achieving in terms of dance and disability. Mm. But also, you know, there's also the flip side that shows us how much more we can do. But I think this is an incredible initiative and it really is, you know, a great start. And we'd love to see this festival just grow and grow and grow in the next few years. Amazing stuff. Thank you so much for that, Nadia Virasami and Lesejo Dihemo. Thank you so much for your time this morning and all the best with the festival taking place from the Thank 20th you. to the 26th of November. Have a lovely day, ladies. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.